Welcome to Mo on the Movies. Don't be ridiculous, darling. It's Mo on the movies. Kiss me. Not a chance. Well, there he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mo Kelly. Mo Kelly. Hey, Mo, welcome. You look nice. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for stopping by. Mo always outdresses every one of us, every time. Well, we're homeless. Okay. No, speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> I've we, been to his house. I haven't been to your house. You we, may be homeless, but he's not. We <laughs> have some fresh totals. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yes. Hourly totals that we're getting to. We are live at Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, our KFI Postathon to benefit you, Katarina's Club. You can't give but the totals Dave, yet. Dave broke Right. The, Dave broke uh, Dave it. Weiss breaks things periodically around here. But he it's created and that. Then, and then Michelle has to fix them. It's because they go, this is the coolest thing, and they started playing with it because it's this beautiful yeah. big screen, and Thanks you can to, Yes, thank you to our it. friends from ViewSonic. And, uh, yeah, it's so he uh, Blake's driving. It it's great. Blake's drawing things. It's great, Dave. Right the kids have it. to wait no. because of you, Dave. Wow. Poor Weiss. <laughs> you know how Weiss is just ignoring us right now. He yeah. hears everything, but no. he ignores everything. No, he'll remember all of oh, this. Yeah. But let's uh, when we'll write them up there for you in a second. But our totals so far today, Shannon has them. In terms of money, what do we have? Two hundred <laughs> two thousand thousand dollars. Two oh eight. Wow. Two hundred sixty-seven. Wow. That is a huge number to hit. At one oh seven p.m. Not, yeah, but don't don't be, be lulled into a false sense no, of security here. No, 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 because we're here. far away from our goal of three hundred fifty thousand. Now you can donate a bunch of different ways. We'll get to the pasta here in a second. Poundage. You, you can donate online at kfiam640.com. Use the keyword pastathon. All the information on how to do that. You can donate money here at Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove. And now let's talk about the pasta and the sauce. Forty-two thousand six hundred and sixty-four pounds. That's twenty-one tons of pasta and sauce so far today. And there are also tons of auction items for you to check out at pastathon.com. The the coolest one, I think, aside from the Dodger game in the AM five seventy KLAC suite, is the KFI cocktail party. We do this once a year. And there's only, I believe, eight couples that get to bid on it per show, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm remembering there's correctly. There's 40 available. Yeah. I don't know if it's per show, but it's, there's 40 spots available. eight, yeah, for five. Four, yeah. Five, one, two, three, so uh, what you get to do is you come to the KFI studios. We've got a cool little lounge at the, at the top of the building there. We have cocktails. We have appies. It's a lot of fun. And sometimes the hosts have a couple pops. You know, like like John, and he and he and he'll tell you anything you want to know, anything about anything. anything. There was, and that was a clear. There is no question off the table from the people who no show up, right? Thing. I mean, we we've had to answer awkward and uncomfortable things. Very personal. Very, Very personal. Right. Remember that Invasive. one time you had to show your underwear, Mo? It was just once. Well, <laughs> once there was, was once that you knew of. <laughs> After three or four drinks, it became hazy. Oh, my gosh. We can't even say that in 2017. No, no, you Mo, can't. Mo, I apologize for any sexual harassment you may feel from that comment. Stop touching me. <laughs> um, that, again, is on the website. If you go to KFIAM640.com, use the keyword Postathon. You'll see all of the items up there. All right. We get to welcome Mo in on Friday afternoons because we love to talk about movies and all this fun stuff. Uh, and before we get into the Star Wars thing... Because I know that I know that you've been itching and vibrating to talk about this. Because I know you get to see it. Bef- 
before vibrating. everyone else. Vibrating. Vibrating. Is that offensive? Yes. Apologize, Hoffman. I'm That's sorry. inappropriate. If, I feel, if you felt um, something Why are you move, trying to... F- I didn't make it move. Whoa. Is that enough of an apology? I'm violated now. I apologize, apologize. To, to you if... You should resign, I like made Al it, Franken. Yes. And move. <laughs> resign. Oh, come on. Resign. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's 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 talk about some of the news, uh, some of the movie news that has uh, come over the wire over the course of the last week. There's a rumor of Disney buying up 21st Century Fox. Yeah, and that makes sense because the properties, in, in, at least outside of the news division, they're specifically talking about the entertainment portion. It fits where you have Fox, they have, they're home to like uh, the X-Men. That would then reintroduce them into the Disney Marvel universe. There's a reason why you haven't seen the X-Men and all the other Marvel characters in the same movie because Fox had the rights to them. Ah. So and was that part of the problem with the Spider-Man stuff or was yes. that a different No, it was the same thing but it was sold to Sony. Sony, that's right. Okay. Marvel went through a big bankruptcy phase and they to stay afloat they had to sell off all their properties just to stay alive. Now that Marvel is doing so well, they want them back so they can use them as they see fit and have them in the same movies. Would you want that? I mean, yes. you, okay, you want to yes. want it all Wolverine together. Wolverine is supposed to be in the same universe as Spider-Man <laughs> and everyone else. Everyone you see in the Avengers, Everybody they all knows know each that. other. It's a small world, after all. (laughs) Now, I'm going to blow your mind here, Shannon. We're going to talk about Star Trek first in a second, because Quentin Tarantino has been picked up, apparently, to direct a Star Trek movie. Yeah. yeah. No? No. Not a thing? No. I I think he's good at what he does. This is not it. And this is not what he does. It seems like a weird matchup. Very weird It's very weird, and I, I haven't seen any work that he's done. Is it because he's the only one left that doesn't touch people? That's the, also not a guaranteed thing because remember, not he's, from what I've heard, he's had oh, to. Yeah, remember, he was the guy who said he had to do a lot of soul searching after yeah. all this, and yeah. he stayed really awkwardly <laughs> quiet about this. That's stuff. the big giveaway. If there's a very prominent personality who's been very quiet right about now, mm-hmm. it's because they don't want to make any noise, and so attention is being brought to him or her. Yeah. So if I was Quentin Tarantino and I had some skeletons, I would not like the Star Trek announcement about me. You would uh, like it. You it, just it, just keep it to just talking about the business. Yeah. yeah. Nothing don't, else. Don't answer any other questions other than the Star Trek. Uh, other than movies, I never touched her. That That's exactly what you would say. And leave it at that. So that's one of the things. Ryan Reynolds has also been uh, rumored to be a guide to get involved in a Pokemon movie. No. Yeah. I as, thought this ship had sailed. As a detective. Listen, as the father of children, I had prayed daily that Pokemon would be a thing of the past. And it never was. It never was. Yeah, they have competitions. I saw some of my friends have that's, kids that are in co- Pokemon competitions. That's the least of it, the They concerns. have it in convention halls. Yep. Yeah, but, and they could drop all kinds of money on those things. If you look at his career arc, I think Ryan Reynolds is going the direction of like a Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, where you do some action movies, but at the same time you start doing those dad movies. It, that are very profitable. Just because of his stage in life, you think? I mean, his stage in life, and also he's a pretty good comedic actor. If everything he does, there's a degree of comedy, which opens himself up to be able to do those movies which aren't action-laden, which aren't superhero-laden. Because he started in comedy. Yes. He's, that was really mm-hmm. his, his forte. I think it was, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of, of uh, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place was a sitcom that I think he was on mm-hmm. very early on. It looked to me like he was just doing a Jim Carrey impression back on that show. But, it, hey, 
He's doing just fine for himself. He's doing so just fine. I mean, as long as he doesn't do another about. Green Lantern, um, we're cool. <laughs> um, and then finally, let's get into this. Before we talk about movies coming out this week, let's talk about Star Wars. One thing, one, before we get into Star Wars. Yes. Can I just beat my chest and say I was right about Justice League? Can I, can I say I was? Oh, yes. Can I, sure. say, can I say I was right? Yes, absolutely. Because there was some news this week that they fired the studio heads for Justice League. It but was that bad. You knew. Well, I shouldn't say you knew. We kind of sniffed that after the, after the last. You saw of, the trailer and you knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. But not only that, it's not making any money. They may lose between 50 and $100 million. <laughs> Gosh. That's fantastic. That's $100 million off your tentpole franchise heritage characters of the DCEU. Because yeah. everyone heard your review. And they're like, screw that. I'm not going to go watch that. Well, no, I'm quite totally. sure I had a little bit I to can't do believe it. all those studio executives you brought down. I know. I have that type of power. You do. Um, let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars The Last Jedi yes. opens yes. the 15th. The 15th, which is a week from today. Today. Uh, and, of course, it's going to be the, well, I think Thursday night showings, of course. And yes. then all, they're probably going to do 24-hour showings through that first weekend, if not even farther than that. Yeah, they want to get at least $200 million opening weekend, quote-unquote. Easily achievable, I think, for, for that franchise, for this movie coming out. Especially the way The Force Awakens left it, mm-hmm. you know, where we're going to reintroduce Luke Skywalker. He's going to be a major part of this movie, we assume. Um, what do what do we know going into it about the story, if anything, about the new Star Wars? It picks up immediately after where the Force Awakens ends. If you remember the movie, she's holding up Ray is holding up the the lightsaber, gives it to Luke Skywalker. It picks up right there. That's cool. So you I get like to see continuity. her training. Exactly. Yeah. It does not waste any time. You get to see her training. You'll probably get some surprise cameos, I hear. There is a rumor that there may be an appearance of Yoda. I have not been able to confirm that as a force ghost. I think they have to. I mean, it, it's a crowd it makes pleaser. Sense. It is Everyone a crowd loves pleaser. Yeah. Little guy. That's, the, that's the scene in those movies, especially that opening weekend, where people are going to lose their minds. Yes. The little green guy comes up on the screen and they're just going to lose their minds. What is he going to say? Mm. Yeah, that's exact. That's all he has that's to say. It? Could you Strong imagine? Strong in the force, yes. <laughs> if if he's the if he shows up maybe in the last Yoda. the last ten minutes, like like Luke did right. in this one, he shows. Or I'm sorry, in Force Awakens, if he sh- if Yoda shows up in the last ten minutes or so, and then that leaves people wanting, you know, for two years down the road or whenever the next one is. Yeah, there has to, to be out. some big cliffhanger storytelling, uh, MacGuffin, as they say, to make you want to come back and. They never disappoint in that regard. I can't wait to see it Monday. I know. How Monday. do you get to do this? Who do you know? I have some very incriminating audio and video on some <laughs> studio executives. And that's a danger. That is a nuclear weapon to hold in yeah, your own hand. That's a true story, and I'll tell you off air as to whom. Oh, boy. Is it George Lucas? It's George Lucas, isn't Steven it? Steven Spielberg? No. Spielberg? No. Nope. It's no. Scorsese. It's someone you have heard of, though. Yep. Wow. Yeah, man. Okay, True so story. what is coming out this week? Anything? Oh, The Shape of Water. I'm going to be right there for that. Yeah, that's Can't wait. got a lot of the award buzz, as they say. They what? say it's an equally balanced movie between sci-fi, storytelling, and also special effects. It has all the elements. You have the director, Guillermo del Toro. There are even some Hellboy overtones. It's a basically a story about Beauty and the Beast, where you have this scientist who falls in love with this creature. Looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. But, but he's more blue. There's yes. a little more blue in him. Does he um, speak? 
Don't know I yet. Don't know. Don't but, know. Not from the scenes that I've seen. That's uh, the key to falling in love. The, the shape yeah, of shutting war. Up. Somebody shuts up. <laughs> you, you mentioned it's got a bunch of different um, award buzz around it right now. The, the, the actor who is in the uniform, who's in that costume, is, has come out and said it was the worst thing he's ever had to do. I mean, he's proud of his work. Not that he didn't like it, but he was in the makeup chair for three or four hours at a time. And that was just for the top, you know, from the chest up. Right. When he was full body suit, it would take hours and hours and hours to get all of that stuff on. He could barely breathe. He can't go to the bathroom. Can't go to the bathroom. Sweating profusely. You can only do a couple of minutes at a time before someone has to come in and give you water and cool you off. And wow. even though he was in the water most I'm of the time, I'm going to be thinking about that entire time I watched the movie. I'm it's a like little the guy in the suit. <laughs> I'm a little distracted by just just the clips that I've seen and some of the footage. I'm distracted by it because it does look like the creature in the Black Lagoon. It does look like there's. It's a guy. Wearing a bad Japanese superhero show from 1950s special effects right. suit. That's what it looks and like. And maybe to they're me. holding some of it, the awe and wonder, back. Yes, I hope so. And they'll surprise us. But from the reviews and everything that I've seen, they're saying that it, it is as important in the pantheon of Guillermo del Toro movies as Pan's Labyrinth. So he's kind of cute. The actor you know, or the the, the, the character? Creature. The creature. He has good bone structure. Not sure I would look for bone a lot structure of swimming. in a creature. He's built, too. Yeah. Look at that. That's what you get swimming when you swim a that. lot. Um, what, <laughs> um, November Criminals comes out this week. Uh, limited run. It's a crime drama that stars Ansel Elgort, Baby Driver, mm-hmm. and Chloe Grace Moretz and Catherine Keener. You remember from uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin is probably the most recent high-profile thing that she was in. Teenager takes on his own investigation of a murder in Washington, D.C., Loved Ansel Elgort in Baby Driver. Baby Driver was fantastic. Never liked any other movie that he was in. Any like he's, I think in four different movies he had cancer or yes, somebody Fault near him. Yes, in our stars, maybe. Yes. Is he that kid? Yeah. Uh, he's an ensemble. I didn't think he was that great point. in Baby Driver. But really? It's just he's got that like teenager, aloof, I don't care about anything kind of attitude that I've never really dug. But. I I don't know if he can carry a movie by himself. I think that's right. the problem. That's, He's not the heavy. Yeah. Like, he wasn't the heavy in Baby Driver. And there, were a lot of, there was a lot of talent alongside him in Baby Driver. Absolutely. That a lot is, of recognizable that is true. Remember Kevin Spacey? Remember that guy? I don't remember. That, that yeah. name, doesn't, name doesn't ring a bell. I Kevin. want to see, even though I remember and we all lived through it, the Tanya Harding movie with Margot the, Robbie. This, is, this looks, I mean, the, the way they made Margot Robbie look like Tanya Harding I think deserves an Oscar in itself. Well, and she said that she got into the role. Like, she became Tanya Harding. And after they stopped filming, she had a hard time going back to being who she was and getting out of that Tanya Harding lane. This would be uh, very interesting for me because I was working in sports radio when this whole story was evolving. So we had a very different take than just a general news because we were covering it every single day. And we got to speak to Tanya Harding. We got to speak to Nancy Kerrigan and how it was reality TV before there was reality TV because there was always an update and intrigue as far as did she do it, did she not do it, is she lying, was there an accomplice, were there receipts as far as paying the guy who hit her with the, um, with the tire iron, those types of things. So if it's anything like real life, it should be a pretty good movie. 
Yeah, and Margot Robbie, look, she's beautiful, obviously, but she's a good actress. I mean, she can she can do these roles, I think, right? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I'm not, absolutely. I'm not blinded She's beautiful, by and she's a good actress. What did I say? She's beautiful, but she's a good actress. I could have made a joke there, but in today's environment, I I'll know. stay away That's from That's why her. I made the correction. Yeah. Thank for you. You, you guys are looking out for me. I yeah. appreciate that. We'd like you to stay here as long as possible. Uh, Mo <laughs> Kelly has joined us. We're talking about some of the movies that are coming out this weekend. We talked last week about the disaster artist and somebody, in fact, Jane Wells. Jane Wells is here today. Jane Wells wrote. Where's Jane? She's right oh. over there. Uh, I see Jane. Uh, she wrote that I this movie <laughs> is a spectacular look at that you have to see The Room, which is this sort of a movie that's got sort of a cult following behind it that was made by Tommy Wiseau and his buddy Greg Sestero. Sestero. And this movie is about the making of that movie. And this is stars James Franco, who, it, again, gets a lot of rap for being just a you know stoned out, you know washed up guy making Pineapple Express or whatever. But I think he can do it. I think this is a guy who's, who's sort of an underrated actor that's flown under the radar because of his goofy roles that he's been in. I don't think I've ever had a problem with him as an actor. The, the talent has always been there. I'm not so sure I agree with the types of projects that he takes. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to be a great actor. He looks like he loves to have a lot of fun on screen yes. and, and has fun with characters, but I don't know if he's reaching all that much. The, the, the example, I guess, that would, that would paint that picture was the movie Why Him that he did with Brian right, Cranston. Right, exactly. Uh, and though, it, was a, it was a fun movie. He, he did just fine, but it was a fun movie, and it seems like it would have been one of those that you would take simply so you could have fun. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those. Uh, just getting started. Uh, two-hander action comedy. They say it's in the vein of Midnight Run, if you remember that from the late 80s. No, this is like Las Vegas. This is, this is the um, bucket list. It's yes. all, we've seen this movie in various iterations. Old guys get out there, have fun, and we get to laugh at them right. and the implausibility. But the basic storyline is the same. They're trying to do all these things before they leave up out of here. And they'll probably have some tear-jerking moment near Court. the end. One Someone of them is going to get something. it. Right. One of them is going to take it. Uh, but you got Tommy Lee Jones, who is an ex-FBI agent. And you got Morgan Freeman, who is a former mob lawyer who is in the Witness Protection Program. And they have to come together, work together, put their past differences you know, aside and uh, uh, fend off a mob hit. So, I mean, Morgan Freeman, of course, you could watch anything that guy did. Absolutely. And, and, and of you course, just listen to him. Tommy Lee Jones is always fun to watch. Uh, so, this I mean, is a paycheck, I believe. It's just oh, a paycheck. That's, that's a, that we should have a category <laughs> that is just a paycheck movie. That's all it is. <laughs> so, anyway, so those are some of the movies uh, that are coming out this weekend. And Mo gets to go see, of course, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi on Monday. Now, let's talk about Bruno. Let's talk about what it is that we're here for today. We're talking about Katarina's Club. We're at Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, and we've been raising money. Uh, And we talked also with Justin uh, Warsham, host of the Dad Podcast, a little earlier today about the importance of giving, the importance of tradition when it comes to giving in charity. What, did you ever grow up with that? I mean, was that a thing that was that big in your family in terms of growing up? Absolutely. I was blessed enough, and I think it's appropriate that we're at Christ Cathedral in this season to be able to discuss charitable giving. I grew up in a household where it was encouraged to think about someone else before yourself. It's unfortunate that we have to be taught that, and it's unfortunate that not everyone has the the blessing of having parents teach their children that, but I was taught that. And so this is just very comfortable for me to be able to come in an environment where we have people who want to help children 
and think about someone else or someone else's child before ourselves. Yeah. It's just a nice reminder, too. We, you know, we're bombarded with advertising uh, at this time of year. Uh, buy a Lexus, buy a big screen, buy this, buy that. And you don't remember about the people sometimes that don't have that luxury of, of buying whatever it is we are going to buy for our loved ones, you know, whether it's, you know, anything. You know, like you said earlier when you were teaching your kids about Three Angels and that, and that charity that you and your wife worked with in Haiti about how your kids were like, what do you mean Johnny needs a pair of shoes for Christmas? Right. Doesn't he want an Xbox? And sometimes people just really need the basic stuff, the basic needs. And Bruno is taking care of those basic needs for 3,500 kids a night here in Orange County. You don't see hungry kids in Orange County, but they are there. And, and that's what we are here for. And it's nice to have perspective around the holidays when you're bombarded with commercial, commercial everything, commercialization of everything. We have seemingly more incentive to be insular, to not give, to close ourselves off, to be tribal in nature and not care about anyone else. But yet, each and every year with KFI and Pastathon, the giving has grown each and every year. And I think it's a testament to the KFI audience and also the community, especially in, in South Orange County. We actually care about more than just what's going on in the holidays as far as getting more stuff having more fun, but actually giving more of ourselves. Yeah. As is evidenced by our tote board, I mean, we're up over $208,000 already, which is amazing. And we're going to need a lot more than that. But, yes, thank you very much. Come on down. We are in the Cultural Center at Christ Cathedral here in Garden Grove. There are plenty of seats for all the John and Ken fun to be had. And then Conway. <laughs> They're coming? They are. They are, yeah. And, and everybody's uh, here. The thing is, everybody that you listen to on, on, on the station has been here or will be here. I mean, we've had Mo is here, obviously, and you hear his show Saturday night, 6 to 8. Saturday and Sunday night, 6 to 8. Uh, Jane Wells is here. She's in on the show. Yay! She fills in every Jane once in a while. Wells. Jane Wells. Uh, let's see. Dean was here. Neil's here. Uh, Oscar and Blake, producer Michelle. Everybody. Uh, hey, is Neil going to come on with us? Fuck reporter. No. He's ignoring yeah, you. He's, is what... he's trying to act like he can't hear us. Are you going to come on the show with us? Okay. Cool. Sure. Okay. Why not? All right. Excellent. Questions with Neil when we come back. <laughs> Mo, thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right. We are live. Do not forget, you can go on to our website at KFIAM640.com. Use the keyword Postathon. All the information about what's going on out here today at Christ Cathedral, but also how you can donate if for some reason you cannot make it down today. We will come back and talk with Neil Cervedra and give you some more updated numbers when we come back. Live, thank you. Thank you very much. Live at uh, Christ Cathedral here in Garden Grove. We're doing our seventh annual Pastathon to benefit Katarina's Club. And Chef Bruno has joined us. There's a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, we do have our auction items up on the website. If you go to KFIAM640.com, use the keyword Gary and Shannon, you'll see on there just a bunch of different things that you can bid on. All of the proceeds for your auction when, it, when you win will go to Katarina's Club. Uh, but there's some spectacular things. Vegas vacation, uh, one-night stay at the Valley View Casino Hotel, dinner for two as well. Dinner with Bill Handel and Chef Bruno together. 
you won't understand either one of them, or at least you won't. You won't <laughs> Thanks under- for telling him that. You I'm glad you agree with me. I don't understand him either. <laughs> Nobody understands Handel. Well, we understand gonna, you. I was going to say that they wouldn't understand you, and, and Handel would spit the food on them. Uh, <laughs> but, it's a very good combo. Yeah, it's a great combo. But we also have, if you've been following this, we've been saying that uh, our auction item for the Gary and Shannon show is a Dodgers game with us in the AM570 LA Sports luxury suite there at Dodgers Stadium. John and Ken are doing the same one. I mean, they're, if you want to go hang out with John and Ken, that's your business. That's, that's your mental deficiency. But if you want to hang out with us, listen. <laughs> The current bid on ours, okay, the current bid on theirs is $2,700. The current bid on ours, 4000 Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that says a lot. Well, so you know, I that. was listening to John and Ken yesterday when I was on my way home, and they said it was embarrassing because we, we, <laughs> we had a bigger number than them at that time, and they said it was embarrassing. And that, that was hurtful. You know what I mean? It's all right. It's I, mean, a, I spent a lot of good years with them. You gave them some of the and, best years of your I old did. life. You're damn right. I, I darn right. Uh, I did. Careful. Chef Bruno has joined us, a founder, of course, of Katarina's Club and the author of Power of Pasta. You can buy a copy of the book today, by the way, $20, and Chef Bruno will sign this for you. We wanted to talk. Obviously, we've spent a lot of time. We've talked about the program, Katarina's Club, and feeding the motel kids, 3,500 kids a night now. Let's talk about some of the other things that you've done as well. And I love the poster in the back there, that uh, the Hospitality Academy. What is that? Yeah, that is uh, the last program that we started two years ago. It's our third year. We start in January and again. Uh, kids, when they are teenagers, they cannot go back to the Boys Girls Club. I mean, uh, they are in a parking lot uh, doing nothing. And uh, we decide to maybe teach them how to fish. And what I do, I'm taking 50 to 70 kids for 12 weeks. Now, just so everybody knows, you're not literally teaching them to fish. As a, I think it's on a Bible, something like it that. It is in the little book called the, call the Bible, yeah. yes, yes. And uh, it's to teach the kids to f- look and to, to learn how to work. Because some of the kids, they don't have uh, the capacity to have parents, maybe, to teach them or to look for a job. I mean, for me, to take them for 12 weeks... I have to learn how to be a hostess, a waitress in the kitchen, as a dishwasher, as a waiter. After 12 weeks, they have a confidence to go to apply for a job. Because when you work 12 weeks with us, you get used to cleaning the table, going to the kitchen. And you're not scared. Before they do the program, they don't want to apply for a job. They don't feel confident enough. That means the 12 weeks program, the Bruno Hospitality, is to give a confidence to the kids to apply for a job. I remember a girl last year, she said, I applied for a waitress, but they told me they didn't need one. And I said, they didn't need anybody? I said, yeah, they said, they only need hostess. I said, well, why don't you apply for hostess? I said, can I? I said, yes. <laughs> Put your feet in the job. Yeah. And I said, from hostess, one day you'll be a waitress. I mean, there's things that we teach them for this 12 weeks program for them to feel like, Okay, I can knock the door to any hotel in Anaheim, any restaurateur, doesn't matter. I was delivering turkey last year, you know, to 130 family. Uh, here, like it was 8 o'clock at night. I hear one young girl say, Chef Bruno, Chef Bruno. And I look around, it's like, oh, hi. And uh, she looked for me. There were so many kids around me, I didn't remember really her. She said, guess what? What? I have a job in a bakery. I am so happy. I said, well, how much you making now? I make $400 a month. Think about $400 a 
a month for a young girl like yeah. that, which is part of the community of kids in need. It was a big deal. And uh, I met her during the 12 weeks program, but the smile on her face that's telling me I'm doing the right things. That is such an important voice for a young person to have in their life of, yes, you can, and keep going and try this. And, you know, oh, they don't need a, a way to try, try the hostess position and things like that because they, their minds don't think like that yet. You know, so for you to be a figure in their life and help them, uh, you know, on that journey is just incredible. The first meeting, I'm usually the one who talked to all of them. Yeah, first thing I tell them is like, remember, Chef Bruno came to this country. They don't speak English. They not speak English. Still don't. I'll be honest, but they don't speak English. Touch and go. I say you guys because those kids speak English. I say you do. You have an advantage of me. I was washing dishes for months before I grew up in the business. I mean, you guys have more advantage of me. And look, Chef Bruno owned the White House. If I can do it. You can do it. Yeah. And that is what I teach the kids for the hospitality. And uh, it's cool to see them excited and uh, working there with uh, passion. And uh, give a, to be a mentor to the kids is the best thing anyway. You know? And yeah. we, we talked about it earlier, too, how, how great it is that these are kids that you've helped through the years. And now you see that they're following in your footsteps and they're working for the Boys and Girls Club because they saw your example. And now they're helping kids that need help. There's a lady who came today. Signed the book. She said her adopted child was a motel kid till when he was three years old. Now he's a PhD in everything. She told me what he was doing. Oh. He said he only wants to work to help others. Yeah. She told me like two hours ago. She came to pick my book. She heard you guys on the radio. She said, I want to meet Chef Bruno. I signed my book. She said, I have to tell the story about my adopted kid. It was a motel kid himself. And that is the best. I remember one other kid... I went there like years ago. He was probably 14. He said, Chef Bruno, can I work for you? I said, you know what? I think it's better when you are 18 because we have alcohol and everything. For four years, he kept my business card on his pocket. Four years later, he came. He said, I'm applying for a job because Chef Bruno told me I can apply at 18. I didn't need anybody at that time, but I hired him anyway because it was amazing. A boy <laughs> keeping my business card on his pocket for four years to when he it can gives apply me for chills. a job. Yeah. It gives me and, chills. and that's the important thing. I mean, it's not just to feed kids, you know, to have them come back night after night. It's to be able to give them the ability to break the cycle that they've been in, whether whatever circumstances have led them to that point, to give them job prospects, to give them hope, to give them the ability to say they can take control of their circumstances and stop what had been happening up to that point. Yes, and uh, as you know, I bring the kids to eat in my own restaurant. A uh, couple of times a year, I do a big event. I get three, 400 kids to come. And when they come, I say, remember, on this restaurant, you have a President George Bush, you have a President Carter, you have Madonna, you have a Bocelli, you have a Derek Jeter, or eat. But you eat in the same restaurant that those people eat. The kids are my favorite customer. All the time, obviously. But to know that you eat in a restaurant, because I used to have a lot of pictures, all the movie star was been to my place. It's like, wow, I'm eating where president eat? I say, yes. Derek Jeter? I don't know. <laughs> like, honestly, because they see the beach. Sometimes I invite the Ducks player, obviously, yeah. from Anaheim. And sometimes they serve the pasta. But just the fact that they can eat in a five-star restaurant where movie star and president has eat, 
think about if you were a little kid yourself, Dan, oh you know, he's like, yeah. oh my God, imagine them. I mean, it's, it's an inspiration. I want them to say, is something else out there than the Boys Girls Club, than the school, than the motel room or the Section 8 area? You come to eat at a nice restaurant. And everybody's been amazing out there. All the people has been helping me to serve. I have some huge VIPs. I don't want to be your waitress that night. Because they always love to help me. And, uh, I'm thanks K5 every single time because with you guys, I do four or five times what I used to do. I thanks every customer out there who always call me, try to help. Everybody's been there. Even during the construction, a bunch of people has given me discount for construction of the restaurant because they know what they do. You know, the La Placa, which is my construction company, Daniele Dolino, and etc. I mean, so many. Grispan, the guy who gave me a huge discount. Because, you know, when you do a deal between insurance and bank, they ask you so much percentage. And they, it's tough, you know, when you are not a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire. Yeah. But I say, well, because you do what you do for Caterina, you say to charge 8%, I'm going to charge you 3%. Window company, plumber, they all out there give me discount because what I do for Katerina. I mean, I thanks, but uh, I thanks is all thanks to the kids. Well, thank you for yeah. letting us it's, help in any small deal. way you that can we can. You can get a standing five, ovation, but it wouldn't be enough. Chef Bruno, uh, you're going to be here all day, obviously. You're going to be through John and Ken and, and Conway signing books called The Power of Pasta. You can also pick it up at Amazon. All of the proceeds and Barnes and Noble. All of the proceeds from the book go to Katarina's Club. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't make any penny on it. We sold thousands of them, and it's been a great because, like I say, I don't want to make money on kit. The book sales go back to the kids. Excellent. All right. So, Chef Bruno, another round of applause for for Chef. When, uh, when we come back, uh, a couple of things. We're going to talk with Neil Saavedra, our fork reporter. And I'm going to tell you, especially if you're here, how it is that you can get a couple, uh, uh, four-pack of tickets to Knott's Berry Farm tonight. Now, wait. It's not just Knott's Berry Farm. It's a private party at Knott's Berry Farm. So if you hate crowds, this is the time to go to a theme park. We'll tell you how you can do that when we come back to Gary and Shannon. We appreciate it. We are at uh, Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove today for our 7th Annual KFI mm. Pastathon to benefit Katarina's Club. <laughs> Ken just said, yeah, it's not over. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, we do have some extra special stuff that we're giving away in person here. Uh, we'll tell you how to do that in just a second. Uh, but we wanted to also introduce you to uh, the people from Sprouts who are here today to make a, a big announcement. David, Mike, Alfonso, Blake, sir. Blake is uh, handling the microphone for us. Go ahead and uh, tell us what's going on. Oh, do I, do I turn it on? There, there it is. Go. There you go. There we go. We have David, and they have a big donation to tell us about. Yes, how's it going today, Blake and Gary and Shannon? Thanks for having us today. Good afternoon, everyone. We're from Sprouts, and we just uh, came out here. This is our sixth year with, uh, with Bruno and KFI. We brought two tons of pasta and, and, and pasta sauce. All Sprouts brands, so uh, we're really appreciated to make it today. And I also got with me the guy that uh, did all the legwork to get it here, Mike Glendening, our grocery trainer. (laughs) 
And then we also have with us our support team, our vitamin trainer, uh, Alfonso Hammond. Back there, Mario Covarrubias, our produce guy, and Gary Dolman, our deli and bakery. But thank you so much, and we appreciate the opportunity. What a great team. Thank Very you, cool. David. Thank, thank you. you, Sprouts. Hey, that is awesome. A couple of things. By the way, Oscar, why don't you come around in front, and uh, I want you to raise your hand really quickly. Uh, first of all, thanks to Oscar, because he's produced a great show, if I might say so myself. Uh, but Oscar is the guy. If I have, I have here... I have two four-packs of tickets to Knott's Berry Farm tonight for a private MyFM party tonight, which means they close the park down and only let in a few people, people that they like, people that we like. So if you are one of two people, we have two of these packs to give away. The first two people to do $50 donations right now, see Oscar first, $50 donations, you get a four-pack of tickets to, these, to this private party. Again, it's tonight starting at 9 o'clock, which means the park was closed, and they're only letting in a few people who are pretty and who they like. So if you're here, $50, <laughs> $50 gets that four-pack of tickets for the uh, MyFM private party tonight. Oh, got a... That's a that was quick. That's a quick... That's a quick uh... Shh. Blake's blowing the secrets here. I know. Um, our, our total, by the way, at the beginning of the hour was 208000 When John and Ken take over here in just a couple of minutes, they will update that tote board, and we're trying to raise a whole lot of money, which means we are not done yet. When John and Ken come on and then Conway comes on at 6 o'clock, there's still plenty of work that needs to be done. Did with- anyone bring a robe for John? Don't no, see any not robes yet. yet. Oh man! But we are in a, it's a missed opportunity. Uh, we are in Christ's Cathedral, so there's a chance that there oh. is a robe in the building somewhere. Am I don't I, want I, him in holy robes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you're probably I mean? right. That's probably better That's not to not do that. That's not a good that. idea. All right. Hmm. All right. Well, have a great weekend. You have a great weekend. I guess I will. I have to go watch Frozen now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Somebody bid uh, three hundred dollars, so Gary has to watch Frozen. Finally. All right. A big round of applause once again to Chef Bruno and Katarina's Club. And thank you, everyone who has come out today. Again, we'll be broadcasting live until 10 o'clock tonight. We'll see you on Monday. Stay dry, everybody. And so we come to the end of another fun-filled episode of... Gary and Shannon.